It's Thursday, April 15th. Welcome to the Basil Daily. I'm your host, Sam Basil, here to give you what you need to know today in the world of New York sports before the end of your lunch break. We're two weeks into the 2021 MLB season, so I figured today would be a good time to dissect where the Mets and Yankees currently stand. The Yanks currently sit at 5-7, last in a pretty level AL East, but with plenty of games to go. While Yankees fans have no reason to panic yet, these first 12 games have shown the beginnings of some major cracks in the foundation of this Yankees team. As this current team grows closer and closer to a championship or bust scenario, if they're not already in it, they're going to need to take action now if they want to stay on a winning path. If you were to list the current problems with this Yankees roster, it looks like the biggest red flag is their pitching rotation. Before I get into the problems with this Yanks rotation, let me point out where the problems definitely do not lie, i.e. in Garrett Cole. In three games so far this year, Cole has been as dominant as he can be posting a 1.47 ERA through 18.1 innings pitched. Unfortunately for New York, this isn't the show. You can't turn down fatigue sliders in real life and let Cole pitch every single night. If you look at the combined ERA for all Yankee starters so far this year, it currently sits at 5.39. Taking Cole out of that group brings it all the way up to 6.37. Well, this doesn't tell the whole story, as the Yankees usually have the run support to back up two-run ERAs, it's a tall order to rely solely on your offense to carry you through a game when Jamison Talion lets up five runs and eight hits in just four innings on Tuesday. Given Hyunjun Ryu was on fire for Toronto that day, but five runs is still five runs. Underperforming starters, along with the continuing questions surrounding Corey Kluber, proof that the Yankees' front office might be a bit busy before the halfway point of this season. Aside from the pitching rotation, one of those moves could be a potential replacement for Aaron Boonseed. Yankees fans are growing increasingly frustrated with several decisions regarding the lineup, most notably sitting Clint Frazier. Boone's moves have been criticized in the past as halting the Yankees' momentum in big moments, and in a make-or-break year like 2021 for New York, it might be better to find a replacement now before it's way too late. For the Mets, there isn't as much pressure on the team to win a World Series this year as there is for Francisco Lindor to prove he deserves his $341 million contract. So far this season, I give him a relatively passing grade, Although a 174 batting average through his first four games is nothing to write home about, Lindor was signed for much more than what he can do at the plate. When looking at his defensive stats, Lindor is performing above the major league average in nearly every category. And while fielding percentage can't tell the entire story of a player's defensive skill set, Lindor's current 100% in that category is a pretty good sign. Outside of Lindor, the Mets looked very good this week in their series against the Phillies so far. Amidst delays and cancellations due to COVID and rain, the Mets had a tough time finding consistent rhythm, which likely contributed to their sluggish 2-3 start. However, this recent series against the Phillies so far shows signs that they've found that rhythm. While the 4-3 win in extra innings was a great start to Tuesday's doubleheader, Marcus Stroman's performance in Game 2 was the high point in the series so far. Six shutout innings without a single walk and 61 of 86 total pitches going down in strikes, Stroman is going to be a major piece in the Mets lineup should they make the postseason. Moving on to the MLB as a whole, let's talk about some new rules that are currently being tested within the Atlantic League. 
For those of you who are unfamiliar with the league, the Atlantic League is a semi-independent baseball league without major league affiliate teams. However, in 2019, they brokered a three-year deal with MLB to allow them to implement rule changes for observation by the major leagues. Current rules in place for the Atlantic League include pitch clocks and countdown clocks between innings. Yesterday morning, the two organizations announced that they would be adding two more rules to the Atlantic League for possible implementation in MLB. One, the mound would be moved back a foot, the first time since 1893. And two, the Atlantic League would test out the double hook DH rule. The mound being moved back a foot doesn't really mean much to me, although I'm not a fan of the idea that baseball is only entertaining when hitting is improved. I don't think it's an incorrect statement, but I don't think offense and entertainment are mutually exclusive with one another. However, as someone who isn't a huge fan of the inevitable National League DH, I do think the double hook is a good compromise. With a double hook, a team would lose their designated hitter for the rest of the game following the substitution of a starting pitcher. This would add an extra level of strategy to the game, as teams would also have to account for their opponent's DH before losing their own. I could see a downside to this, as teams might end up playing chicken with each other and leave a tired pitcher in too long, but I think most managers would rather take the out than risk injury on their mound. The Atlantic League is home to the Long Island Ducks, so as a Long Islander myself, maybe I'll pay some extra attention to the Ducks and evaluate this rule myself. That's all I got for today, so let's check into today's New York scoreboard. The Mets finish out their four-game series with the Phillies at noon today. Jacob DeGrom will look to add on to his 21 strikeouts so far this season as the Mets wrestle with the Phillies for first in the East. The Yankees are off today before hosting Tampa Bay this weekend. All three metro area hockey teams are in action tonight. The Rangers and Devils square off in their second of three matchups this week tonight at 7. The Rangers took the first one 3-0 as Artemi Panarin racked up his 43rd point this season, his third against New Jersey. The Rangers aren't in the playoff picture right now, but they are poised to make a serious push with their remaining schedule. As for the Devils, it looks like they're getting ready to watch another NHL draft lottery, especially following the trade of Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac to the New York Islanders, who also dropped the puck at 7 in the first game of a back-to-back -back with the Boston Bruins. Speaking of Palmieri and Zajac, Islander center Matthew Barzell made it known how much he's valued both former Devils as teammates so far, and Zajac is really making a push to the Islanders' first line. That's all for today. Thank you again for checking out the Basil Daily, the newest podcast from House Enterprise, logo designed by Molly Berdowski. I'm your host, Sam Basil, and I'll see you tomorrow.